Hello, and welcome to another TMC bonus episode. With the strike finally over, we thought we'd share some of our favorite baseball-centric films with the What Are We Talking About? baseball movies. Movie Matt. Oklahoma Governor Stitt signed a legislative bill this week that told trans athletes to get what? That's really good. <laughs> the horrible bill told them to get in the league of their own. This is a classic. So basically, World War II, you know, has started and baseball has shut down. So there's an impromptu league. Long story short, a team called the Peaches, led by manager, Cubs slugger, Jimmy Dugan, who's an alcoholic, yeah. played, by Tam, uh, played by Tom Hanks. You mean that guy who started the coronavirus? <laughs> yes, the guy who started the coronavirus. Yeah. You guys are confusing me here. <laughs> anyway, so this film is full of, you know, tons of, you know, rock stars. We've got Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Madonna, Bill Pullman, among others. Uh, have You may want to mention, like, what was different about this league that was substituting Oh, it's full it. of women. Oh, <laughs> that is different. It's different, but should it be? <laughs> no, for real. I think this is an epic movie. I'm not gonna lie. I skimmed through it for the for the podcast tonight, and I'm really excited to watch it all the way through again. Have the other captains seen this recently? Believe I watched it sometime since the pandemic. So what is that like in the last two years? In the last now? two years, yeah. two and a half. I definitely watched it in that time period. Something about I think last year's baseball season being like. The last two seasons being like super weird, and I think it's on one of the streamers right now. Is it on Disney Plus or it could be that it was available on a streamer? All right, then. so you can find this on Fubu. I didn't watch it on that the sports <laughs> streamer. It's on Peacock. Peacock, but yeah. I didn't watch it on that with either. ads. But with ads, I think it was on a streamer. But with their ads are all at the beginning. It doesn't cut in the middle of the movie. Okay, that's the nice thing about Peacock ads. I am fairly certain that I own this Blu-ray, so I may have watched it that way. Also, my wife is a big <laughs> fan of this movie. Also, very nice. <laughs> I think it's really well done, and it tells a very interesting story. And I think it kind of it links together a lot of things about women's rights and equality kind of through this sports story in a way that's well done and something that we still need to be working towards. So, I've seen this movie quite a bit, but it has been a while since I've seen it. So, nice pick. What I think is fascinating about it, if you describe the movie from the top and give the elevator pitch, which I didn't probably do great of, but it would almost <laughs> seem like... It would be, I mean, it's a film that you could see being dropped today mm-hmm. from that sense. And and it's really amazing that the film came out in 92. Well, they are releasing a TV show. Ah. So, yeah. Where can we find that TV show? It is eventually going to be on Amazon. I don't know if somebody Possibly wants to. Possibly by the time this episode Type it airs, out. So. I don't know. There's no release date. It just says set to premiere in 2022. So hopefully sometime this year. If there was a pasture filled with white couches and no children in sight. What would you call that money? Oh, that would be the Field of Dreams, which is coincidentally the name of the movie that I picked to talk about baseball. So the movie was released in 1989. I just watched it. I just finished it up last night. 
I had seen it when it came out. So it's the story about a man who creates a baseball field in order to become the owner of a team of slave ghost baseball players to save his farm. (laughs) They can't go anywhere else. It's either like it's his way or the highway. So when it came out, it was nominated for best picture. The messaging of the movie overall is like the power of baseball in America. If you build it, he will come. So the field still sits there today and it's a tourist attraction so some investors bought the fi- the house, the field. They built another field next to it and do like baseball tournaments and things like that. But the major leagues held a game there recently. Uh-huh. And Last year. they're going to do it again in 2022. Unfortunately, though, they didn't let the cornfield be their outside wall. They actually have a wall and they just kind of like put some images of corn on it and then there's like wood on top of it and anyway it was was like just don't have the wall on the just (laughs) like yeah at a minimum buy some plexiglass i say if it goes in the air into the corn then it's a it's a home run i mean i don't know how she was joe jackson did it (laughs) because we don't really get to that point the other interesting thing was the they were trying to ban terrence mann's book and Kevin Costner's wife called her a Nazi book burner. And I was like, oh, that sounds like today. Wow. Pretty. It was, I was like, man, this is, uh, yeah, this is still, there's still a lot of these people that hate freedom. And she was like, who likes freedom to read whatever you want? And who likes the freedom to do this? And she, she got him like, who likes America? And it, was, <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a very interesting scene. Did you watch the Field of Dreams game last year? I did not. It ended in a very cinematic way, like with the the White Sox beating the Yankees on a walk-off. It was a pretty awesome moment for Major League Baseball, I think. If I recall correctly, did, did they also use the other one without the wall? Because I thought I remembered seeing the players, like when they walked out onto the field, they went through the corn. They come through the corn and then come through a door in the wall, Oh, I believe. But it was very cool looking. They had a whole bunch of other shots too from the original, the original field, which is, it is kind of cool because you you show up at the house. That's in the movie, and then you walk kind of through the cornfield to get to the other stadium. So, they did a really good job. It's one of those things where, you know, the the Patrick Batemans of the world, <laughs> you know, secured the legacy of that site and improved it and you know it is just in general to have that out there for you know if you're playing little league which brings me to the whole thing about the movie baseball 1989 people that are playing there for the most part don't remember you know they weren't alive when the movie came out or wouldn't remember when it came out but it still has that lasting effect and it's just i think that everyone would remember it because the thing that surprised me the most the baseball field was built within the first 15 minutes of the movie and so there's a whole other like hour and 40 minutes of this movie <laughs> it's not all about building a baseball and then and then darth vader's like brings gets a <laughs> gets a stick oh or gets gosh. like a crowbar and he's like i'm gonna beat the crap out of you and he's like but you're a pacifist and he's like yeah you're right yeah <laughs> yeah in the end for people who haven't seen it it all comes back to it was all so we could his see his dad one last time 
and play catch with him because he didn't do it when he was 17. Spoiler alert. All right. Matty G, if your last name was League and you were a captain in the Marines but got promoted, <laughs> what would people call you? Major League. <laughs> nice. Which is also my pick. What a coincidence. Uh, so this convenient. movie this movie also came out in 1989, a whole 2 weeks before Field of Dreams. So this movie is about a team built to lose so the Owner can relocate the team to Miami, but damn it, they start winning. Starring The Machine, Tom Berenger, Wesley Snipes, Rene Russo, and James Gammon as manager Lou Brown. This movie is hilarious with quotes for days. Hey, bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. What do you guys think about this one? I think this one kind of fits into that the same way musicians refer to Spinal Tap. Yeah. Or, or band, band like traveling, touring bands refer to Spinal Tap as like how MLB clubhouse or even minor league clubhouse guys kind of refer to major league as like connecting to a certain spirit <laughs> ethos of pathology of what happens in those places. Very funny movie for sure. Yeah, I mean, growing up, we all see, of course, the Sandlot and movies like A League of Their Own and... Sure. Stuff like that. And this was like the first adult baseball movie I watched. Yeah, yeah. And it's always stuck with me. It's always one of my favorites. A little edgier than the others. Oh, for sure. Slightly. <laughs> one of the interesting things is that they did bring out the Marlins in 1991. Right. So, But Cleveland got to keep their team. Yeah. I think it was announced in 91. Marlins played 93, so I'm there's probably talk about this, but it is kind of interesting the idea that maybe there was a little bit of willing that into existence. I remember when all the Marlins stuff came out, I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool colors and logo and stuff. We should have a Tulsa Major League team. <laughs> we have a minor, a double Tulsa A. Tornadoes, <laughs> Tulsa Titty Twisters. Oh, God. All right, El Dangeroso. As you pose triumphantly after showering and Mrs. Dangerous tells you to put your clothes on, you reply enthusiastically with, I'm the natural. (laughs) From 1984 is my choice today. The film is based on the novel of the same name from 1952. It tells the story of a talented athlete named Roy Hobbs. As a 19-year-old phenom, he was looked at as the next major league pitcher when a tragic injury derailed his career. 16 years later, he makes his debut as one of the oldest rookies ever for one of the worst teams. While no one believes him in his first, his raw hitting ability earns him a place on the field and turns the fates of the team around. He continues to battle through adversity, culminating in the greatest walk-off moment captured on the big screen. The movie was directed by Barry Levinson and starred Robert Redford, Robert Duvall, Glenn Close, Kim Basinger, and the man who taught us to watch our blood sugar, Wilford Brimley. Diabetes. Thank you. (laughs) I had it in quotations. I was like, somebody's going to say it. The film ended up being nominated for four Academy Awards, including Supporting Actress, Cinematography, Art Direction, and Music. It was critically and financially successful, and more importantly, it is near the top of many lists of greatest sports films of all time. I remember seeing this movie in the 90s. It fits into a specific category when, as a kid, I saw movies set in earlier times 
and thinking that is when they were made. <laughs> and now, years later, realizing it takes place in 1939, was made over 40 years later in 84. Now we're talking about it nearly another 40 years later. Getting old sucks. <laughs> So, Captains, did you cry when Wonder Boy split and rejoice in triumph when the Savoy special erupted with light tower power? I still haven't seen this. Oh, man. And I have it on iTunes in 4K, but I've never, I've haven't, still haven't gotten around to actually watching it. <laughs> Do it. I will sometime. I've seen it, but I need to watch it again. Okay, it's one of those, yeah, watch yeah. it when you're young around the same time as like the Sandlot and movies yep. like that. So, yeah. Sandlot also in 4K. Does anybody have an honorable mention? Well, everyone said it. Sandlot. Yep. Oh, yeah, also James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. I was also going to throw in there Bull Durham. Yeah, that's a good one. It was on my list too. So my only honorable mention is just Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because the guy has arguably starred in three of the top 10 baseball movies of all time with For the Love of the Game. Bull Durham and Field of Dreams. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I really liked how they did for Love of the Game. Like it's good. For those who haven't seen it, it's a pitcher, an older uh pitcher p- pitching a no hitter, and he kind of goes. He's like reliving his reliving life his on the life mound, on yeah. the mound yeah. because of course nobody talks to you when you're no hitter, so you're just kind of in your own space. And we all saw what he started in this weekend, right? Follow up to the slap. <laughs> yes he was there in that moment too let's brock meyer it's tv show oh god yeah. that movie that show's great so good what what's his uh it's like Susie, put the put the kettle on or whatever it is <laughs> and here's Susie's railing my neighbor <laughs> yeah brock meyer's jim great. brock meyer yep that jacket bad news bears bad yeah. news bears yeah, I was going to add um, one of my favorites when I was young was Pride of the Yankees, which was basically kind of like the Lou Gehrig story. Yeah, it's got that speech, that famous speech in it. Yeah, yeah, Gary Cooper. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear good things about Everybody Wants Some, which is kind of a spiritual successor of Days to Confuse, but about minor league baseball. Is that right? Yeah, it's basically like the, well, I think I thought it was college era. Or maybe college. Yeah, I think either it's. Way. I think it's college baseball players and it is if you like dazed and confused i think you will like it because it's it's link later yes i think uh movie matt would like it a lot i thought maybe he had seen it but oh yeah i was gonna say rookie of the year <laughs> well yeah that movie gave us the term funky butt loving so yes. i mean <laughs> and a and a uh grizzled gary Busey as a yep. aging starting pitcher um, that's right I also want to throw in a couple of documentaries that I think are uh, worth one watching second. one of the things that for rookie of the year <laughs> wow one second <laughs> so for rookie of the year one of the things that uh, Thomas and Nicholas he was talking about how people only are now recognizing him from rookie of the year and Everybody just recognized him from American Pie yep. for a long period of time. And right now, people are like, hey, you're the guy from Rookie of the Year. And I think that's kind of interesting. That so, is. like 10 that years is. that way. Yeah. yeah, it's like 20 the other, and now back to. We're, we're back to 
to rookie. And he's like, yeah, people, people are now starting to refer to me as the rookie of the year kid instead of. How many people do you think tried to get like a terrible accident to their arm? Thinking that it was going to make them be able to pitch. Guys, break like my arm. Pl- yeah. Break my arm, guys. <laughs> so I interrupted your train of thought. What was it? I wanted to well, get I that rookie that'd be in there. <laughs> the three documentaries I think are interesting. Uh, one's called No No, a documentary about there was a pitcher in the 70s that played for the Pirates who um, pitched a no hitter on acid. Oh, gosh. Oh, I think yeah, I've heard of that. One. Yeah. There's been some cocaine no-hitters, too, I think. <laughs> Four Days in October, which is about the Red Sox so coming good. back from, from the 3-0 to, to beat cry. the Yankees. And my favorite, my eight-disc collector's edition of the 2016 World Series. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the, uh, what was the one that was the Bartman game? There was, there's a 30 for 30 that's all on that. That's a, It's a really it good documentary. It is interesting, yes. And it kind of and how, sucks like how, that he, what it did to his life. It's yeah, like crazy. Basically, a recluse now. Yeah, the whole there's and they the even whole tried to get him Ken like, Burns baseball documentary. Yeah, too, that's a which great documentary. Set. Amazing. Yeah, if you got nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, captains. That brings another mini episode to a close, and we're so excited for baseball season, aren't we? We should have like which a, started just a few weeks ago. <laughs> we should have like a like a like a baseball soundtrack, like from an old school video game there from the eighties, like Hardball. Ooh, yay! All right. Well, with that, and remember, you can find us online at moviepodcast.com or wherever you find your podcast. Be sure and give us a like and follow on your favorite social media platform. And as always, thanks for listening. Good night. Hey, this is guest host Paul. You should check out the Captain's website at moviepodcast.com. And while you're at it, subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Come on, you know you want to.